listeners, it's Andrea. We have made it to the end of season five, so we're dropping a special season five wrap party just for you. Come listen in. Welcome to the TNG Podcast, the number one place in the Alpha Quadrant to geek out about all things Star Trek The Next Generation. I'm your co-host, Sharice. Hey, I'm your co-host, Andrea, and today we are celebrating a season five wrap. We did it! We got through every... (laughs) (laughs) we got through every single episode of season five the good the not so great and then the like spectacular and we Mm -hmm. got there all with you guys so it's been super fun so to celebrate sort of wrapping season five and about to jump into season six we thought we would do what we always do and do a little wrap and talk about some favorites some like episodes we're really looking forward to in season six so we can kind of jump into this next adventure with you guys Mm -hmm. yeah so to start all off we want to talk about some of our top episodes from season five and to be fair there were a lot of great episodes in season five it was actually really hard to pick yeah so even even picking these it doesn't mean these are our only favorites we just needed to keep this episode short (laughs) so (laughs) so we've limited ourselves to three episodes but i think if it was top episodes we could easily pick 10 maybe 12 out of the Mm -hmm. 22 episodes or 26 or whatever that are like our quote unquote tops. So let's, let's kick it off with season five with some of our top, top episodes. So Andrea, let me know three of your top episodes and why you picked them. Mm, Okay. So um, one of my first season five favorites is um, an all fan fave is the inner light. It's, it was just really poignant, really beautiful um, very sweet. There were a lot of teary moments and for the right reasons. And, um, the plot itself was really lovely. The idea of a satellite that could make a person like live a life as an extinct species, just so that that person can share that they did live like as an imprint, I think is so beautiful. And like, I mean, it's making me emotional just thinking about like what that would mean. Like the, like stories of like lost people who just want others to know that they lived, even if there's no hope for, for like survival for them. Mm-hmm. Um, on the flip side, Time's Arrow is one of my favorites parts one and two. I just kind of put that together as one story just because it's like fun and popcorny. It's really, really fun watch. And we just finished um, reviewing part one and I'm really excited to jump into part two to kind of talk mm-hmm. about how that story concludes. But I sort of count those as like the end of season five. Right. Um, and then Conundrum is another favorite of mine. That's the one where they have a whole memory wipe and nobody knows who they are. And then there's that like Commander McDuff who's trying to kill mm-hmm. these peaceful people. And it's just really fun to see all these beloved characters that we know, but in different roles and like Roe and Riker kind of exploring that tension that they have and, and Picard being like a comms officer and data being a bartender. Like it's a lot of fun with very, mm-hmm. um, like very familiar faces. And yeah. then I do have a bonus. I do have a bonus episode that was, um, what I call my opinion flip. Um, it's an episode I was not looking forward to watching for the mm-hmm. podcast. <laughs> and I was actually really, really surprised by how much I actually liked it in this other watcher was Darmok. Um, when Picard is down on the planet with that alien who doesn't speak the same language, there's no syntax. Like they say English words, but it doesn't mean anything. And they're fighting mm-hmm. that like electricity monster. Mm-hmm. And I hated that episode for a really long time. And I never rewatched it. And then, you know, for the podcast, you ha- we have to watch all of them and take notes. Yeah, and I was like, we decided Damn. at the beginning of the show that we would force ourselves to watch episodes 
we didn't want to watch. So yes, I think well, that was a good to, call. To be complete, to have like the complete library. Yeah. And like that one really, really changed my mind. I was like, wow, like there's so much more significance to that episode. Um, then like when I watched it as a kid and I was like, that's dumb. He's just saying Darmok at Tanagra. Like what that could mean anything. <laughs> but I love like watching it as an adult and being like, oh, wow. Like the struggle to communicate and to forge bonds and to be on the same team. And to it's, it's really meaningful. So mm-hmm. I really, really love those. What were your favorite season five? Episodes. Well, one of one of my favorites was one of your favorites, which is Conundrum. Um, that's just oh fun. It's just it's it's one of my all time favorites. Even it's a mystery; you don't know what's going on. And one of my favorite things is every time I watch it and I see Kieran McDuff standing there looking all confused with everybody, I always have the same thought: Was that guy there a minute ago? Like <laughs> I've seen this episode a thousand times, and I'm always like, Wait, was he there a minute ago? I mean, he, he looks generic enough to like fit. Like if 100%. there was a hundred percent, all of a sudden there, you'd be like, No, you there was not a mop. Was there not was on the no bullion on the bridge two seconds yeah. ago. But this guy just looks like standard crew, bridge crew, yeah. who just happened to be standing there at a panel and then is all confused. And you're like, was that guy there? And then all of a sudden he's the second officer and you're or the first officer. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. I yeah. love that. I just I love the mystery of it. It's great. Plus that episode has the Sumerian sunset in it. What's not yes. to love? Yes. And it's got data being a bartender, which is super fun. And they're like, our bartenders are artificial life forms. I guess all bartenders are artificial life forms. It's just <laughs> it's so great. So I, another one of my favorites also includes Row, which is the episode called Ensign Row. It is one of my favorites. Again, there's a mystery. There's a conspiracy. You think like maybe it's all in their head, but it's not. Mm. And then I love the way that Picard tricks this, these, um, these Cardassians, but also this crooked Starfleet admiral mm-hmm. to kind of reveal their plans yeah. while keeping the Bajoran people safe. And I love the entire way that they explore what it means to be an innocent, a quote unquote, innocent bystander and watch this kind of genocide happen with the Bajoran yeah. people. It's a really poignant, really meaningful episode. And it's absolutely one of my favorites. Another one of my favorites from season five was Next Phase. So we're getting a lot of row in this. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that too. It's really hard to pick like just three or yeah. four. Yeah. Yeah. It's super hard. Super hard. Next Phase, I love. I love seeing Jordy and Data's bond that that supersedes even death is so beautiful so cute. um i like the idea of like what if you could see people planning your wake or your funeral like what experience what would that experience be like and i love the way that jordy is so determined to unravel the mystery and return to fully corporeal corporeal status and the way that that is all unveiled and you're like what is going on how did this happen oh my gosh it was that equipment oh my god like i love the whole mystery of it so those are some of my favorites from season five there's obviously many many more but now we want to transition to talk about what we are looking forward to because we are heading into season six which is going to have some hits and some misses just like all the seasons Mm -hmm. but the hits just keep hitting harder right they just keep getting really do and better where you just can't find something wrong with it so i i want to hear what are some of your three you know like three episodes you are really really excited about watching in season six Ah, uh, okay. Um, one of the first ones that jumps out at me is Man of the People. That's the episode where that like um ambassador is coming to uh, like come together for some negotiations mm-hmm. and he's like the perfect mediator mm-hmm. and he comes aboard with his mother who's like kind of crazy and old mm-hmm. and it turns out that like she di- when she dies, Troy comes to like give this man some comfort um and he like transfers all of his like 
negative thoughts into her. And then she starts aging really rapidly mm-hmm. and becoming like old and crazy and like possessive of him while well, he can keep like a clear mind. So he can mm-hmm. do his like um, negotiations for this like peaceful treaty or whatever. The- I love that episode because it's one it's of my really- favorite episodes. Oh, so it's good. so great. It's so it's good. So good. There is- it's one of those episodes where there is, you can't find anything wrong with it. And it's super cool to see Troy being very untroy like and also like aging like that episode that we had in season two where um dr uh pulaski like ages really really yeah. fast yeah right where it's like you get to see that and it's done really well and troy's wearing like more cleavage and being more kind mm-hmm. of like sexy and mm-hmm. and like becoming more possessive which i like i can't wait I can't wait to see that one. Um, Another one that this is a fan favorite for a lot of reasons is Relics. When the Enterprise comes across a Dyson Sphere and Mm -hmm. crashed on the surface of the Dyson Sphere is a small ship and Scotty's um, transport pattern is still locked in the transporter and they transport him into like reality again. And he's like, just a just a relic from like original mm-hmm. series mm-hmm. um Star Trek and he's like so on great. the bridge of TNG and solving problems all this it's and really, such a really genius cool. such a genius idea because they opened the pilot of TNG with bones walking mm-hmm. through the hallway at the end yes. of the episode and he was like yeah. a million years old because at the time that TNG happens it's supposed to be like I don't know 80 years in the future or some mm-hmm. crazy thing yeah so Bones is like and the really, actor really, was already he was already really old anyway yeah but but he was like really aged and decrepit in this in this scene so I think it was really genius to have Scotty show up and he looks like properly aged he they didn't make him extra extra old and all this stuff mm-hmm. because he was trapped in the transporter for sixty years or whatever yeah, you know they like yeah. that was just a really clever workaround. So that way we didn't have to put a bunch of old people makeup on him or make him like hunch over or anything like that. And we got no, to see he, he looked does, great. Yeah, he looked great. And we got to see what would he be like transplanted into this future world when he was like the top of technology. That was a great episode. Yeah, it's like seeing Jordy being whipped forward to like some, you know, 60 years or 80 years into the future and being like, well, in my day, I was able to reverse the polarity. And they're like, okay, grandpa or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Where it's yeah. like, it was really cool. And because he has that like, real moment of nostalgia like on the holodeck he recreates the original enterprise bridge mm-hmm. and it's got the sounds and everything it's just so beautiful i love that episode and it's really that's cool a beautiful it is, crossover it's also episode. like um yeah it's a crossover and it's um you know fans get to see scotty again and he does help like even though he's mm-hmm. like this relic in air quotes like he does help solve a problem that saves the enterprise so it's like it's very very cool I, i'm really looking forward to that one and then my third one is um called second chances and it's that one where that Riker replica is another transporter accident where like he was the last to transport out of this like emergency station situation but like a storm had closed in so his pattern bounced off the bottom of like the ionosphere and like bounced back and so there are two commander Rikers and like surprisingly they don't like each other very much and they're kind of competing you know because this Riker has been living for like 20 years on like this abandoned space station by himself thank god the replicator still worked because he would have just starved mm-hmm. to death but like he still held like a candle for um deanna and she got to kind of explore like what life might have been if she and mm-hmm. Riker got to be together mm-hmm. and I, like it's just it's cool plus like Riker is such a fun character like twice the fun like let's double the pleasure <laughs> double the fun like that's i can't wait to watch that episode so what are your like season six like excited episodes that you're really feeling jazzed about Again, super hard to pick. There are a lot of really good episodes so hard to pick. in season six. Um, one of the episodes, I guess this is a bit of a cheat because it's a two-parter, is Chain of Command. It must have been during Sweeps Month or something, which is why it's a two-parter. Must but, have been, yeah. But Chain it's of Command. season like 
Yeah, the mid-season break, like for those of you who did not grow up with such a thing as sweeps, um, there was this mid-season break where you had to see if shows were good enough to come back. And they would do these rant, these cliffhangers like in the middle of the season. Um, Really weird. Really, really weird. Totally bizarre. Because you're like, why is there a cliffhanger in like episode 12 or whatever? But anyways, (laughs) so Chain of Command, that's the one where um, Picard and Beverly and Worf go on the secret mission to find some Cardassian hidden base that's trying to do something against Starfleet. But really, it was all a ruse to kidnap Picard. And they kidnap him and they torture him. And they try to get, they basically try to brainwash him because ultimately they want all of the secrets. They want the secret codes. They want all the access and everything that's in a Starfleet captain's mind, especially the captain of the flagship. But he resolutely refuses to give into anything despite all of the physical hardship. And it's it's a really difficult episode to watch. It's not yes. like fun or anything. It's not Time's Arrow where it's just good old family fun. But it's Is so... This- is this the like how many yes. lights do you see? This episode? Is the how oh, many lights? God, that yeah. one's so terrifying. It's but it's so well done. It's so well done. It's well acted. It's really heartbreaking. It's just yeah. the the level of artistry with all of the actors in those two episodes is genius. The the new captain who comes along is such a douchebag. We get another punchable face. Yep. And you get to see how the whole crew reacts when they have a leader they don't respect, which is so yes. interesting. So that's one of my favorites. Another one of my all, 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 all time favorite episodes in season six, <laughs> which is Ship in a Bottle. That is our conclusion story <gasps> to the oh Moriarty story. Oh my God. That's in I- season six? It's in season oh six. Oh my God. I can't wait and for that. And the first episode was, I think, season two or three. So we've been waiting a long time to get the sequel to this to find out what happens because this is the one where in the past episode, Moriarty, the program became alive because. Jordy gave it a command to make it as good as data. So yeah. the actual program came to life and is as clever as data, but it's still mm-hmm. a program and still stuck in the in the holodeck. So Picard promised that he would research technology to give the holodeck the ability to the holo, the hologram of Moriarty mm-hmm. the ability to mm-hmm. leave the holodeck because yeah. he was a sentient being and he was like I'm not going to delete your program, I'm not going to erase you. Because now you're sentient. We have to find a way to free you, though. And we don't yet have t- the technology. So in this sequel episode, Moriarty comes back, takes over the whole ship, threatens to kill everybody unless they get him off the holodeck. Because it turns out, all this time, he was awake and aware that yeah. he was in the buffer system, which is yeah. really sad. Super terrifying. Well, yeah, because terrifying. Picard had been like, we're going to find a solution. And then they got thrown into the Borg. And then they were like, oh, God. And like completely forgot about him. And yeah, so but like, nobody found a solution. No one was. No one found a solution to making yeah. a hologram being able to walk off of the holodeck until mm-hmm. Voyager. So mm-hmm. at the, and the only reason they discovered it in Voyager is because of time travel. They traveled yeah. like 500 years in the future and found a device that can make a hologram be able to walk so mm-hmm. even in voyager they didn't have the technology so um just such a good episode like it's a nice good mystery where you're like yeah. there's no solution to this so how are they going to get out of it yeah then the third episode i will say is one of my favorites is timescape and that's the one where they there was troy and jordy data and picard who were at some conference and they come back to the ship in the runabouts first time we see the little shuttle and runabout Ooh. They come back and it looks like the Enterprise and a Romulan ship have been in this huge space battle and everything's frozen in time. And they're like, what the heck? And they have to figure out what happened. Again, you might be noticing a theme. I really like the mystery ones because (laughs) it's because a lot of episodes, it's easy to predict how it all works out. Yeah. In these mystery episodes, it's not. It's not clear what the answer is. And it's so satisfying seeing the crew come up with an impossible answer to an impossible question 
every single time. So I am really excited and looking forward to that. That is, I I totally forgot about that one for a second, but I will easily say that that is the episode that I have watched the most times. That is so mm-hmm. high on my rewatch list that when I cycle around to like my five or six shows that I like watch to fall asleep every night, like I have a couple that are just, I've seen so many times, it's comforting enough I can fall mm-hmm. asleep too, but I'm not actively watching it so it doesn't keep me up. Whenever Star Trek TNG kind of rolls around back into that rotation, that's the one that I watch the most. I absolutely love that one. That one and like Remember Me when Beverly's mm-hmm. trapped in the static warp bubble. Like, but that time one is so cool because there's those time bubbles that are happening mm-hmm. all over the ship. So like on the runabout, the bowl of fruit has like in a matter of two seconds aged like four months and it's all rotted and moldy mm-hmm. and like Picard's hand even like ages and his nails grow all along and you're like oh my gosh and then that's also that really cool and we're like there's a Romulan mystery so it feels mm-hmm. slightly like the next phase e because mm-hmm. we just had that yeah but also like it's really tough to tell what's going on like were they being attacked which turns out I mean not the case absolutely like, everything it, looks like they yeah. were being attacked absolutely everything looks like they yeah. were being attacked and you're like oh yeah. no we've got to save the Enterprise and when you find out that there was not an attack at all, they were just mm-hmm. helping each other. You're like, what? It's like yeah. all your preconceived notions, probably based on the next phase, where you're like, yep. for sure the Romulans are trying to destroy them and kill them and Do all something this stuff. sketchy. Yeah. You're like, oh no, that wasn't none of that was true. It <laughs> yeah. like that's a nice twist too. Yeah. No, I mean, I really love that episode. I can't wait. There is so much good stuff in season six to look forward to. As Sheree said, there are hits and misses, but there are in every um every season and the hits just keep getting better and better and i will i will comfortably say that like the hits in season four and five and six and seven like cannot like just eclipse even like the best of seasons like one or two like Mm, you know mm -hmm. the episodes where they were good and not total trash like are Mm -hmm. still not as good as like because it's just a well-oiled machine by this point yeah the growth is spectacular yeah i want to ask you if you're listening to us right now we want to know what are your top episodes from season five what are the top episodes you're looking forward to for season six? Yes. Let us know. Send us an email to info at the TNG podcast.com. We both read all of them all the time. Um, or you can find us on Instagram with the handle at the TNG podcast. But we want to know your top three for season five, your top three for season six. Let us know. Oh, I can't wait to hear what people say. And I can't wait to dive in um, to season six. So on that note, should we jump right into our Times Arrow part two and break that down and just get our feet fully fledged into season six. What do you say? (laughs) I say we make them wait a few more days. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it now. (laughs) Oh, fine. Fine. As usual, Sharice has to be the adult. (laughs) (laughs) So catch our episode on Times Arrow part two. That's going to be coming out in a few days on Thursday. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We can't wait to get into yet another spectacular season of TNG. Thank you so much. Congrats to all of us for making it to the end of season five. And we will see you out there. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for geeking out with us. Be sure to join the crew at thetngpodcast.com to be the first to know when we do our live shows or host events exclusively for our members. We'll see you next time.